So with the rise of the internet, we have obviously an unbelievable uh, barrage uh, of material uh, that uh, probably we as humanity have never had to deal with prior quite to this extent, probably after the invention of the printing press, uh, at some point after that, a, a tremendous amount of written material was definitely out there and is and, and continues to be out there. But like the internet, as far as we know, we've never seen. Uh, and, and it, uh, as it's been said, it reduces the, the barrier of entry to, to sharing information and sharing content to nothing at all, meaning uh, absolutely anybody and everybody can share their two cents. Uh, unlike uh, let's say with, with, with printing before, let's say self-publishing, a person had to perhaps have some kind of credentials to publish a book, to publish their opinions, uh, to, to be on the radio uh, is, is probably not too sure about the details, but probably wasn't uh, and isn't so easy. You can't just tell oh, I'm going to have my own radio station. At, at least uh, that's not maybe within my house I can do a radio or something like this or within my immediate neighborhood, but a real radio station also to get on TV, probably some kind of criteria need, need to be met at least at times. But uh, on the internet, anybody with an internet connection, if they don't have one, can go to a public library, an internet cafe, something that can go and can uh, uh, share content. Uh, and with social media, that's another obviously makes it even easier. Can Can share it through social media, can share it through websites uh, can share it through videos and, and blogs and things like that. So with that said, it, it obviously then becomes for us a question of importance, uh, perhaps great importance uh, as to how do we identify content that is worth engaging uh, with as opposed to uh, tossing out because we understand uh, in anything and everything there's there's quality and there's low quality. And there's high quality, and it tends to be to our interest uh, to engage with high-quality things uh, because it's healthy for us. For example, if we can choose between having a, a, a high-quality meal and a low-quality meal, uh, if money is not a factor and time is not a factor, we just want a quick meal, it's not a factor, just all things being equal, why wouldn't we choose the higher-quality meal? Maybe somebody has a raisin, maybe some taste, that maybe somebody's so used to to, uh, to, to lower quality food, they, that's what they would choose. But usually, we choose the higher quality meal because it's healthier and, and there's and there's benefits to it. We we tend to prefer the higher quality water as opposed to dirty water, higher quality uh, oxygen as opposed to dirty polluted uh, oxygen, uh, a higher quality uh, of a <laughs> of a swimming pool as opposed to a disgusting, nasty, dirty one. A higher quality of a hotel room, of a seat on the airplane. Everything we want high quality, right? If we can. Have a real watch, a real gold watch. We want a real gold watch and not a, a fake knockoff one for a, a couple of bucks. If we can have real um, shoes, we want real shoes, a real brand name instead of the knockoff if money wasn't uh, and isn't an, an issue. So we want, we understand, we, we want high quality things there with uh, all material things, but it's the same thing with mental things. We want high quality mental things because, believe it or not, our entire experience certainly seems and more than seems to be mediated in light of what we can call our, our mental development. Now, excuse me, by the term uh, mental, we, we don't necessarily, uh, we don't want to visualize anything, right? And say, visualize an IQ test and say everything is mediated by an, an IQ test or, or visualize something very narrow, uh, like a, a picture of a brain and say everything is mediated by that. But 
it's a general concept and refers to 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 uh, to an experience to to an aspect of reality. Excuse me, that we can certainly uh, apprehend and engage with, and we see uh, most notably on display the, the development that occurs from the time that a person is born to uh, adulthood. Besides the development of the body, there is, barring extreme outliers, at least some mental development, and, and uh, barring many, also extreme outliers, is extremely substantial mental development. So, for example, if we take a baby and we think about what is it, what would it be possible conceivably to explain to a baby? And we say, even if, uh, let's say, well, that's the thing, it's a little tricky to say if the baby could speak, because if the baby would speak, the baby wouldn't be a baby or an infant, should we say, right? Because uh, we can classify a baby already when speech begins. But an infant, the newborn infant, it wouldn't really be a, a newborn infant. It would be some kind of movie type of situation where a, per, a grown person is born. But we can think based on the, the cognitive capacity, based on the capacities present by the way of what we call an infant, what is it possible to explain? And we say we, we can't really explain anything except basic stimuli, basic uh, physical things. We can convey the experience of heat or of cold or of hunger, hopefully not hunger and hopefully not too, too hot or cold, obviously. But all these experiences can, can be had. But as for something such as, let's say, the recognition of the reality of, of uh, another person, or even of oneself, as opposed to merely desires and stimuli, the the notion of the past uh, and the future, the notion of a world, the notion of a universe, the the notion of history, uh, the the notion of ideals uh, uh, such as peace and, and justice and love, all these kinds of things. It's inconceivable that we could convey these things uh, to, to an infant. Uh, again, we have to really think about how to say, uh, how to account for the verbal aspect here. But we, there's just there's no way, right? For that, for one thing, there's no words. But quote unquote, if there were words, still there's just no way. There's no there's no such development by, by the way of an infant. And yet, if uh, adequate um, development has occurred, it is possible to conceive of at least some of these notions to have some kind of relation with them and to understand way, way more than merely uh, um, heat and cold and, and touch and hunger and, and thirst and all these kinds of things. So I'd say that our overall uh, experience, 24-7, 365, if we want to kind of uh, temporally place it uh, and not just speak about it in the abstract, is, is, is had in light of this development that occurs, if we want to call it mental uh, but again, we just don't want to divide. Like here's mental, here's here's will, here's mind, here's emotions. Might be more complicated than that, but something along those lines. That that development, uh, and, and consequently, uh, just like we want high quality things physically, that's why we want high quality things mentally. Because if we have uh, the, the wrong ideas, if we have a soup and a salad in our mind, uh, no matter how much we like soup and salad, then. Excuse me. We will not uh, have an experience that, that that we wish to have. So let's say, for example, to make it clear, somebody has uh, a, a typical, uh, classic self-destructive belief. For example, I am a loser. I'm a bum. I cannot accomplish anything. I'm a worthless piece of dirt. So if I have this belief, I, I really think this about myself. What can I accomplish? This is my modus operandi. This is my world outlook. This is how I see everything at all times because it's, it's, it's my paradigm. I'm functioning within this paradigm so we can see how limited I would then be. 
uh, but that's an extreme obvious example, but any, really any falsehood, any deception, any delusion, any illusion that I have by the way of uh, my outlook, my understanding of the world skews uh, my experience and and, and corrupts it uh, commensurately and and really uh, does a trick uh, uh, with it. And consequently, we see that, uh, again, the content that we take in absolutely does factor in and have a, a tremendous effect on our mentality with probably certain pre uh, uh, suppositions, right? So for one thing, we have to process something that is uh, uh, said to us and we have to understand it in light of uh, uh, certain other uh, content other than it itself. So let's say, for instance, um, we see uh, uh, um, what we call a dog. So what makes this, what we see a dog, and we would say it's because we're relating this particular instance of of, of, uh, of an animal to a wider category. We're saying this belongs to the class of dogs. If we had never seen any dogs a- at all, and we were not at all familiar with this notion of dogs, then what could we say other than this is some kind of unknown animal? This is, if we even, and that would already be with pursuing knowledge of, of the class of, of animals. If we don't even know that there's such a thing as an animal, uh, maybe at a certain point that uh, presumably everybody sees their first animal of some sort. It's probably before we remember, so we don't really know what, what it, what it uh, felt like or what we thought, if anything. But it, it, well, imagine, it's a, it's a shock. It's some kind of moving something. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. It's some kind of movement. There might be a threat. There might, I have no idea what it is. But um, that's what that's what I, it, it would be if I didn't have this wider category of dog. But if I have this wider category, I can relate this particular instance of a dog to that wider category of dog. So it's the same thing. I, I take in some kind of content and then I have to relate it to the, the bigger picture of the world that I have and to what I understand about things. So consequently, um, there's a, I'm definitely playing an instrumental role as to how content affects me. But at the same time, and, and with that said, I can absolutely learn a great deal from uh, poor uh, intellectual content. For example, I can read uh, an essay uh, by by a poorly written essay, a poorly written piece of writing, a poorly written book or blog or something like that. And I can say this is an example of poor writing. It's very interesting to see how different minds work. This is from a psychological point of view. It's very interesting. I can read uh, uh, the, the the ramblings of a, of a person that is dealing with some issues marble-wise in their head. It's also very, very interesting, absolutely, to look at the thought processes of, of uh, a very interesting uh uh, individuals, right? Absolutely. And we can look at um, other content, videos, all kinds of things. And if we understand it under the right category and we think about it in the right way, it can be instructive. But our, the thing is that in order to be able to so do, we already need a solid base. We already need to understand something clearly in order to be able to do that. And that's why we see if we feed a little kid trash, goodness forbid, intellectually. We read them idiotic books and show them the the, the stupid, stupid videos calculated to get that and money on the internet. A little kid will not be able to have the maturity and, and presence of mind and knowledge to class this as, as stupid content, as content that's just an example of our of our uh, of people's mental immaturity and such excuse me and consequently it'll tragically uh, in all likelihood have 
uh, a very detrimental uh, effect, or at least until it can hopefully be reversed with eventual maturity and eventual uh, intellectual growth. So we can't, and we don't want to hedge our bets on being able to dismiss certain things and say, ah, oh, this is trash, right? Just like we can understand that uh, certain disgusting food uh, or, or spoiled food, like spoiled milk is, is spoiled and it's not so traumatizing. I get the point that it's spoiled milk, but it's still spoiled. It'll still give me a, a potentially, it may give me a tummy ache and I still want to avoid it whenever possible unless I need an example just to know what it is. Okay, you should, we should know what spoiled milk is, but then we don't really want to be drinking it. So it's the same thing. We can uh, uh, know, be acquainted with the, the range of, of um, kind of trash it, it, that, that there is in the world, but then we don't want to be continually engaging with it because it's still not, uh, it's still a hazard to, to our mind, to, to our intellect, to our development. So that said, we can ask with so much content out there, how do we find out what is quality and what is not quality and what we should be taking in or not taking in? So here, an angle perhaps we can take, um, First, we can say that uh, usually what, we, what occurs naturally is that we're drawn towards uh, whatever it is that it, it will currently fulfill. If not a practical need, that's a separate thing. I need to uh, uh, Google instructions for building this chair. Fine. That's a, a, something else. But uh, here concerning intellectual content, what videos I watch, what TV shows I watch, what books I read, if any, what uh, blogs I read, what, what I, on social media I click on, what links I click on, what the... Uh, people I follow and, and, and things like that. You know, usually what occurs is that um, I have obviously my own point of view and in myself and I need the world to be a, a certain kind of place in order for me to feel comfortable in it. Right. So let's say, for example, uh, I, I believe I have those aforementioned negative beliefs about myself. I still have the need to somehow feel good about myself, right? Otherwise, I just uh, life wouldn't be bearable. So there must be, I must have recalculated, reformulated uh, uh, my worldview to make it the, the world a place where I, as, as a bum, as a loser, as a worthless person, still has a place and still can, can feel valuable. So now I'm attracted to that kind of stuff that, that makes me feel okay. Maybe I can find other people that feel that way. Maybe I can find certain communities that will accept me. Something I'll, I'll change up in order so that I can feel good about myself based on the way that I th think that I am and that I view myself. Right? Or for example, uh, I want to feel, uh, not feel guilty. Uh, I want to feel good about myself. And, and one way to do that, besides improving and, and, and laughing at, at, at one's former self, something I can do is I can find uh, enemies and I can find uh, people to look down uh, upon, whether it is that I think they are evil, uh, uh, morally speaking, uh, uh, or that I, uh, that I just think they're, they're not good. So, for example, I, I can uh, have a side politically, ideologically speaking, and then I can really enjoy uh, finding trash on, on the other side. And we see that this doesn't get old, right? There's there's talk shows, uh, as, as it seems, that... Uh, every day for, for years and years and years say uh, things about one the, uh, political side that is contrary to, uh, to, to to one's own and people listen, right? Hundreds of thousands, millions, whatever the case may be. There, there's blogs and, and, and uh, websites and videos that continually churn out content saying how this the other political side than, than mine, than ours, is doing all these horrible things and, and is very evil and so forth and so on. And very many people listen again and again and again and seemingly never gets old. Why? Well, it's because, again, I want to feel good uh, about myself and I can define myself by what I'm not. 
and, and, and I can laugh at somebody and say, aha, these clowns, these idiots, these, these that, and that feels kind of good. So that's one thing that I can use the, the internet for and, and, and content for, and, and also probably even worse than that, I can simply find, say, people on social media to write some mean comments uh, about, uh, watch videos of, of people falling and looking stupid, right? <laughs> something like that I can do. Uh, so that's usually how we think is we want something self-serving. We want something that'll perpetuate our present views, that'll strengthen them, that'll bolster them, and that'll make the world seem like a friendly place to us, right? So consequently, again, with the internet, I have, for all intents and purposes, infinite latitude here. I can find an endless amount of groups that support what I like and, and, and blogs that write Support in support of my opinions and videos, endless, endless videos and, and speeches and lectures and talks about exactly my position and all of that. And I can create this cocoon of, of uh, uh, intellectual content that is pandering strictly to the way that I am now until I cannot conceive at all that there is any other position that, uh, uh, than my own that is remotely possibly feasible. Uh, right? And we can ask a person that is as, to, to whom this has occurred who has really sunk into a particular alley with with probably with the help of the internet we can ask them do you think that there is a single out of all uh, out of all the people that oppose you and think something contrary to you do you think there's even one person that it, it can be described as as sane and, and, and as reasonable and as decent very many people say no there's not a single person that disagrees with me that can possibly be decent, that can possibly be reasonable, right? Not even a single one. So that we see how, how that can very easily occur. That's how we frequently think in that black and white thinking, just like to a little kid, there's the good guys, the bad guys, the good girls, the bad girls. It can be the same thing uh, as a grown-up. There's, there's my world here. There's what I need to feel good. There's the content that I consume and, and the people that I'm fans of that are feeding this, this um kind of uh, uh, insulated cocoon, intellectual cocoon that I have. And outside of it, there's no chance that there's anything worthy. There's no possibility whatsoever that there's a, uh, <laughs> that there's anything uh, at all that um, is semi-decent outside of that. Excuse me. So that's certainly one uh, uh, approach here that, that we can take, but we can see the pitfalls because we see, uh, if we can, can, we see clearly here probably... Um, as it concerns somebody, not ourself, when we see this occur to, to our friend, to our family member, to our neighbor, to our coworker, and, and so forth. And, and there we see how destructive it can be when a person loses all objectivity, when a person is so, so sunk like into a bog, into his or her narrow views, which might not even be so bad necessarily. They don't have to be extreme or horrible, but they're still one-sided by definition because there's there's multiple sides do something and we and we, we only see one side we don't understand and we don't want to understand another side well then that's the fact of the matter right that to deny the existence of something it must be something so if we say the only my side is wrong the other one is excuse me only my side is right the other one is is false well what is false what are you denying what, what is it that's not so we have to understand exactly uh, what it is and whatever it is it is Right, the, the the words might be empty, but if they stand for some kind of meanings, the, those meanings do exist. So we see how uh, destructive it can be by the way of other people, but we can kind of take a leap of faith here and say it does apply to ourselves as well, even though we can't see it. 
right? It's like, I see so clearly how you're wrong. I just can't see how I can ever be wrong. I can never see it in my life. I can never think of a case where, where I was wrong, where I had a wrong belief. Well, we, we have to have faith that that's an illusion, that there is, <laughs> it was and is a case where I am wrong and, and where I, I am in the same boat as somebody else who I'm condemning and, and, and who I think poorly of, right? So we see how, how destructive it can be. So what's an alternative here? And we would say, meaning the searching out uh, for self-serving, <coughs> excuse me, content would say that the alternative uh, may be to try to strive for objective or to seek out objective excellence irrespective of what it is saying. Meaning to make our criteria uh, of, of, of content not something that works for me, that, that's appealing to me right now, the way that I am, that panders to my present views uh, uh, that uh, come from my uh, emotions and my subjectivity, but instead to uh, uh, to, to, to try to uh, um, find and, and take in and consume, excuse me, excellent content, no matter what it is saying, no matter uh, what side it, it is concerning, which, excuse me, sorry, I think um, so, so to take in excellence, no matter what, and, and consequently to hopefully draw myself out of my utter subjectivity and one-sidedness towards uh, a, a, a broader more universal, uh, more comprehensive view of things. So what this means for specifically, for example, let's say that, uh, again, I, I want to believe that the only uh, uh, possible views that one can have are in accordance uh, with my own concerning uh, the world. But here, what I would want to do is I would want to take a look at other views and yet not just uh, uh, any kind of... Um, not just to find anything at all, but I would want to find something that is excellent. I want to find a legitimate exponent, meaning a, a legitimate, if that's the right word, a legitimate representative of views contrary to my own and to really, really take into consideration what is being said. And further, on that note, I want to uh, refuse to consume any content that, that uh, is pandering to me unless I can establish that it is really, truly excellent, right? And that is very hard to do, to establish that it is very excellent, but that's that's what we would shoot for. If I can uh, 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 be confident that I'm consuming top-tier material from, from uh, individuals that know what they're talking about, I don't care what it is saying. I don't care which side it is on. I want to take it in. I want to consume it. So that I can improve myself just like if as long as the food is quality, I can have this open mind about food, right? As long as the food is quality, it's not spoiled, it's not rotten. I'll try different food from different places, right? Because I, I want to make my palette uh, more uh, diverse and, and universal, right? But here it's much more important even than, than with food. Uh, so we can further comment uh, as to what makes something, uh, uh, some work or some content uh, uh, excellent as opposed to not. So here, uh, <laughs> the interesting perspective we can take, and, and, and that is that um, we can ask, uh, uh, as it concerns ideas and as it concerns thought, how is it that something is excellent? Right. So we would say that, may take an obvious example, uh, again, uh, such as sports, we say that in order for a person to play a sport excellently, the, the person has to play the sport. A person has to realize the ideas uh, uh, within the sport and really make them happen. For example, I have to uh, take up the idea of basketball, shooting, uh, scoring, jumping, uh, all these kinds of things. And I have to sacrifice my, my, my time 
in, in my body and really realize, <coughs> excuse me, realize uh, those ideas. I cannot just sit around. I can't just talk about it. it it's not going to be the, the, the same thing, right? I want to be uh, a professional boxer. I have to actually punch and, and, and be punched. I can't just visualize it. I can't just talk about it, right? So we see we have to r really realize ideas physically. We have to make make them a part of our own. So we would say uh, as it concerns in, uh, mental, so-called intellectual content, the thing uh, here to, to watch out for is that, of course, we communicate in, in terms. We communicate in, in language that is supposed to stand for content which is other than the terms themselves. So, for example, when we say the word food, that, of course, is different than what the word stands for. When we go to a restaurant, we don't want the word food given to us, right? Imagine we order some food. We order uh, uh, the, the waiter asks, what do you want? Or waitress. And we say, you know, I want the, a burger or a salad. <laughs> and uh, a couple of some time goes by, right? And uh, what comes to us? The word burger or the word salad. It's written on a piece of paper. Here you go. That wouldn't fly, right? Why? Because we, we said, I want the burger, but we don't really want B-U-R-G-E-R. Burger or salad, S-A-L-A-D, right? Salad. That's not what we want. We don't want the noise, salad or burger, and we don't want the, it, it written in text. We want the real stuff. We want that which the word stands for. So being that we communicate in language, that, that that's a, a little issue here. And that is that it is impossible to directly convey the substance that language represents uh, 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 by using language. So what does that mean? So, for example, let's say that I want to convey, uh, ah, going back to, to our baby example, I want to convey the concept of, of justice to, to the baby, to an infant, right? How do I do it? I say, listen, justice is this concept. It's, it's things being right, whatever definition I want. No matter what I say, it'll never get through to the baby, right? There's no way to communicate the term to the baby. Or let's say that somebody is uh, is blind, is congenitally blind from birth, and I want to convey the notion of sight. How do you describe sight? It's like something you see, right? What, what, what is it? It's like things, like vines, like, what do we say, right? Maybe somehow we could try to equate it to touch. That's a debate there. <coughs> Excuse me, to what extent it will be possible, but... Certainly, let's say something like colors, right? Describe uh, uh, colors to somebody who's colorblind. What is it? It's like this bright, just like color. Like, there's no way, right? There's no way to describe it, and the words won't do it. We have to have the experiences, excuse me, uh, in, in order to, to understand what is being talked about here. So we would say that the same thing concerns ideas and, and concerns real intellectual content it is not just words and in order for them to, to have any kind of bearing on us we have to really realize them right they have to become a part of us and that's a problem because for something to become a part of us we have to be the kind of person that it can become a part of right for a person to realize the ideals uh, uh, of basketball or football or professional tennis or boxing or any tennis box any of these sports whatever the case may be a person has to be able to do so if a person is unfortunately unable to move or has other physical limitations that preclude this preclude uh, participation in a given sport then a person can't do it a person cannot take on those ideas and, and, and have that development and, and live those live it out it's just not going to happen so it's the same thing here if I do not have the character, if I do not have 
the intellectual, the moral growth and maturity uh, 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 that's needed, I cannot take on ideas at all. I can't do it no more again than, than, than with the sports. And consequently, the only thing that I can do is I can shuffle around words. I can shuffle around terminology that uh, I, I suppose may <coughs> excuse me, convey something that, that I think uh, ought to be conveyed. But that is all I can do. And this creates a problem because the prerequisite then for intellectual growth, for real education, isn't simply learning facts. It's not simply something that you can read in a textbook. It's real, true human growth and development all around. 365, 180, whatever we want to say. And that obviously is an extremely high barrier of entry to any kind of intellectual content at all, to any kind of real intellectual activity and a barrier of entry that most of us unfortunately never cross even somewhat. We don't even come close. And consequently, that is why we see that the majority of the content that we are ever liable to encounter in any kind of arena, whether it's books, whether it's media, whether social media, uh, television, radio, blogs, anything at all, insofar as the creator of the content is not personally uh, uh, kind of past the, the barrier of entry that we're talking about, meaning insofar as the person has not sustained the requisite development to be able to uh, truly internalize ideas almost by definition, really by definition with some some uh, uh, kind of footnotes, there's no way that a person will be able to convey anything of substance. The footnotes would be that it's possible, obviously, to copy uh, and it's possible to, uh, to, to simply... To, to, to copy basically to, or, or say things by coincidence uh, that that sound right approximately right I, if i, I want to be a motivational speaker quote unquote i i talk for uh, an hour saying things that sound right and, and out of that a couple of things I might, I might get a few hits work hard and be motivated because you have to be successful because you live only once right so some some hit i might get right you do have to work hard sure right and and, and things get regurgitated and copied so many times that uh, from original sources perhaps hundreds thousands of years ago really quite interesting right so somebody has a, a, an idea uh, who was able to have a, a ideas could be thousands of years ago the ancient greeks and, and it just uh, uh, percolates slowly drips down into uh, into the common discourse and and, uh, and, and we see uh, ideas spoken about commonly, right? Somebody thought up that you have to work hard. It's not that a baby doesn't know you have to work hard. Right? The, the, the present speaker recalls talking to a young lady once, uh, <laughs> ask her, what do you want to do? I want to be successful. Yeah, how? I want to own my own company. I want to uh, be uh, like um, uh, the, the, those moguls that... Uh, have their own makeup companies, this, that. I want to be a billionaire, possibly. I'm not sure if you said a billionaire, but uh, I want to be very rich. Wow, that's awesome. Well, are, are you working really hard to do so? What? Are you working really hard? Why? Why should I be working really hard? You mean why? You said you have a goal. You have to work hard. So why do I have to work hard? What do you mean? What, what are you talking about? Why do you have to work hard? Because that, that's how it works. She's like, no, I, what do you, I, 
what is hard work? What are you, what are you talking about? And so apparently the young lady had never, ever heard of a concept such as hard work. She just thought, I see these things on social media and it must be that somehow just, it just happened for these people. And it's just going to happen to me just because it will she literally never heard of the, 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 the concept in all seriousness. So we see these, somebody made up these concepts uh, and we go back to, again, some of the ancient Greeks talking about certain uh, ideas of these and over thousands of years, uh, almost anybody can say certain things. But aside from that, a person that without the qualifications cannot have an idea, cannot have or an original thought, can, uh, uh, or an idea, not even one. Right? And if that sounds too extreme, we can ask whether somebody that's out of shape can, for example, if they're put in the ring against a pro boxer, can they, not even out of shape, but somebody that's totally incompetent in boxing and say, can they get a single uh, hit in on a, on a professional boxer by accident maybe sure just swinging like crazy but on a real good pro boxer probably not a single hit uh, uh, somebody's gonna hit even somebody that is a competent boxer boxing somebody that's that's on a much higher level it would be tough to, to get to get a single hit in never mind somebody who doesn't know how to box right can somebody that doesn't know how to play tennis return a single pro from uh, uh excuse me this uh, single serve from a pro like serena williams or or somebody like that probably not even one right? probably maybe again accidents but here possibly or probably not, not even a single one right uh, or let, let's take an average joe uh, uh, or jane put put him or her in the in the nba uh, right uh, against um against those guys and and uh they're not gonna they're not gonna get a single basket they're not gonna make <laughs> not even one right it's like just one no you're not gonna make one uh, in, in just about all likelihood and the same thing put somebody out of shape into the nfl uh, you're not gonna make a single play you're not gonna uh, you're not gonna run with the ball even just a little bit you're not gonna even catch it not, nothing's gonna happen so we see that a person that is not qualified can't even do something once Right? Not even once. We're not talking about twice. And never mind something that there's no chance at all. Like somebody that doesn't know how to code computers, make one line of code. I can't. Somebody who doesn't know how to speak a given language, I can't say a single line in the, in the language unless I can, right? But if I can't, I can't. It's not that there's no coincidences. So it's the same thing to be able to think and, and, and to be able to. Uh, to to uh, internalize ideas, I have to have the, the prerequisites for this. And if I don't, I can't internalize a single idea, not even one, aside from the, the elementary things. I understand I, the desire. I understand impulses. I understand my self, perceived self-interest, these things, but nothing else I, I can understand. And this we can find uh, very quickly by taking somebody uh, that uh, let's say maybe has even written 10 books, right? But doesn't have the qualifications, just has been recombining words. Maybe has a blog that millions of people read, maybe shares videos uh, with millions of views. And we simply push back a little bit and we say, define the terms that you are using. What do you mean by this term? You spend your career, let's say, again, you're that quote unquote, that motivational speaker, coaching life, life coach, whatever. Right? You spend your entire life uh, selling these courses and, and making these videos and selling these uh, events to people. And you're saying so many things, hours and countless thousands of hours of speech. You have to win. You have to succeed. You have to want it more than anything. Just push back a very slight amount. Right? What does it mean to succeed? Maybe a person will have some pre-cut answer. One more time, one more time, one more time. A couple of whys. What do you mean? 
that a person will be cornered and, and, and it will quickly reveal that there is no actual thought there. It's words. It's a recombination of words based on taste, based on self-interest, but, but, but that's it. There's no ideas. There's no actual maturation of mind because if there was, well, then the, that person wouldn't be who he or she is in our example by, by definition. Uh, but not that there's anything wrong with the, the um, what do we say, the motivation speakers, that, that's fine. But uh, just as, as an example, as a tautology. So, that's the idea. So uh, as it concerns an intellectual content, uh, uh, what we want to find uh, and what we're looking for is we're looking for individuals as opposed to content. If we're looking for content, we can find any uh, uh, any uh, bozo, no offense, that'll re- uh, recombine a bunch of words and that, that'll present to us these recombinations. For example, <laughs> something like quote-unquote quantum physics, right? We type in quantum physics at the, the, the uh, bookseller and it's going to be who knows how many countless millions of books what are the majority of these books uh, apparently it's simply people that uh, again uh, I, I want to uh, to make some money or I want to think I'm smart or whatever the case may be now I'm going to recombine these terms on quantum physics and I'm going to present them so if I have no idea what I'm looking for how do I find the right book on quantum physics all right I don't know. I'm just going to click on anything and it's just a bunch of recut combinations. So what I'm looking for is I'm looking for a qualified person. I'm looking for a physicist that is held in high esteem by his or her peers, not necessarily by the public, but by his or her peers that know what they're talking uh, about. And that's whose view I want on quote unquote quantum physics, right? I want a good book on psychology. What do I do? If I'm looking for content, right? What works for me? I want to feel good. This is my view. I'm going to find somebody that has recombined a bunch of words without the qualifications in order to uh, to, uh, to, to, to write something or, or to make a video or something like this. And I'll find it. And I'll find plenty of content. But if I want to stick to this role, uh, stick to excellence and stick to finding qualified people, I'm going to look for somebody that is qualified to speak about psychology, that is capable of internalizing psychological ideas and we see that obviously it is possible to know every single (laughs) textbook word about psychology and about human nature and about every theory and to not have even the slightest inkling of self-knowledge or of the knowledge or understanding of other people because here case in point we have to have to be able to change ourselves and to be able to internalize ideas Uh, and if we can't do that we will never ever be able to uh, understand people and ourselves no matter how many times we know right and everything that we churn out uh, and that it will will be commensurate to our our qualifications here Uh, as a person so that that we would look for somebody that that has an excellent reputation amongst his or her peers in 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 psychology and philosophy uh, and so forth and so on but with that said that's only the beginning because ultimately we want to develop our own capacity to evaluate the quality of what and, and, and who we're dealing with. But the only way that we can do that is if we build ourselves up at least a little bit. Right? Somebody that doesn't know a, a single thing about art, uh, we can all have our opinions, we can all have our tastes, but uh, the, their opinion concerning the, the, the quality of art uh, may, may be limited by their inexperience. Somebody that doesn't know a, a single thing about uh, how to tell if a, if a, if a watch is, is real gold or fake gold. I can have an opinion. Yeah, I think this is real. I think it's not, but it's it's my unqualified, unprofessional, amateur opinion. So ultimately, I want to develop real taste, a real capacity to 
understand what I'm dealing with, but the only way to do that is to first engage. Uh, uh, we don't say only, who knows, but <laughs> the main way to do that is to first engage with big names, with, with, with ones that have reputation, aka to get a proper education, and then to develop that taste. And eventually we certainly want to outgrow the usage of uh, and the, the 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 total admiration of big names because we see as it happened there there's definitely worth and, and value to uh be, be behind some of the major names in in, in matters of, of intellect and, and some absolutely right in more concrete fields the the big physicists are absolutely super geniuses and absolutely knew what they were talking about as it concerns their field. It's not just hype. Somebody like Einstein, right? It's not just hype. He really, really was a competent person. But other things uh, such as philosophy, such as uh, <laughs> and such, it, it may be in part more so hype. For example, uh, there's, uh, it's interesting to, to track how the, the, the major Greek names uh, Plato, uh, Aristotle, Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, how they attain their, their reputation. Right? And, and some of these, it's not so clear that, it, that it's based on the strictest, highest qualifications. Maybe it just so happened, quote unquote. Somebody found the, the manuscripts, they began to be copied in the Arabic world, and, and then they, they percolated into the European culture at some time, much, much after these thinkers lived. So it's not so clear that these names, that, that their worth is commensurate to. The, the reputations, but that's where you start with. You start with the big reputations. You gain an idea of what's going on, and then we can kind of cultivate and refine our taste more and more until we can find uh, real quality work, and we don't need anybody else to tell us that it is quality. We can find maybe a little-known professor that lived in, in the 19th century somewhere, in, in, in some nation somewhere, right? But we can we can already, we've developed our eye. We, we understand what we're looking for. And we can see, is this somebody quality? Is this somebody that was qualified to talk about ideas or not? And we see when not, it's just, again, it's words, right? And it's always words. But if we use words correctly, we form something beautiful, something coherent, something that can convey uh, 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 ideas, uh, uh, worthwhile ideas to a mind fitted, outfitted, excuse me, incapable of apprehending the terms and, and conceiving of those ideas, just like a, a, a beautiful uh, piano composition is just keys, but if they're played correctly in the correct order, all of that, harmony, that all that stuff, then it can really be something beautiful. So it's the same thing. We open up a text, we see, is it just that uh, the, uh, kind of a poorly put together combination of words or words that mask a uh, it's not at all clear what, what the person means. The, uh, the beauty of the truth is amazing and will be great. Okay, very, very invested, very uh, interesting, right? Is it that or, or immediately can we tell or after a little bit of time, can we tell, wow, there's no way that somebody without the, 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 the proper development, the, the real capacity to have entertained these ideas and not, and not just to have entertained them, but to have really internalized them. There's no way that a person without those qualifications could have so-called played this this piece, quote-unquote, could have written this uh, unless he or she copied it from somebody, but then just that somebody had that development. At some point, somebody has to have some kind of development to write something that is worth reading, we would say. So, that's the idea. We can uh, cultivate our, our, our taste and, and, and consequently be always striving for higher and higher quality content by the way of, of our con consumption. 
habits, whether they are as they can, as it concerns the internet or the radio or the television or good old-fashioned books and newspapers and articles and whatever else the case may be. So let's think about it and do it. Thank you for listening.